this is a weird intro. Just gotta say that as I'm starting it. Um, I don't actually know if the music was weird or not, because I haven't recorded it yet, but um, I'm working on something on the instrumentation portion, and I've got some stuff recorded right now, um, so I can't do, I can't tape over what I've got recorded, so I'm gonna do the whole podcast, I think, from this point out, um, just not knowing what the music will be, so... Hopefully the intro into this was good. Uh, Hopefully there was a good little piece of uh, musical entertainment before the 52nd mark in here. Um, And I hope everybody is having a good time. So I should mention today's sponsor. I've got two sponsors. Um, Number one is... Brian Bro and his album Bronze Armor. Now, this album came out probably a little bit more than a year ago, but it deserves to be sponsored every once in a while just because it's a short album. It's, uh, I, I guess, like an EP. But Brian Bro, he kind of goes under the radar a little bit, but if you get a chance to to pick up or download Bronze Armor, do it. It's got good tracks on there like Deer Master and um, Micro Ribosome, Be Cartoony, um, amongst other hits. But uh, yeah, Brian Bro. And I just was talking to Brian Bro the other day, and it looks like there might be a sequel in the works. I heard uh, Brass Armoire might be the title. But in the meantime, pick up Bronze Armor. It's a good one. And also, this P-Cast is brought to us all by Dale's Pale Ale. They've been on the show before, and they're going to be on again. And this particular episode, they're on that. So, Dale's Pale Ale from North Carolina... Um, you know, it speaks for itself. It's kind of one of the quintessential things to have in your life. If you like to drink brew, get a Dale's Pale Ale. All right, so moving on, um, let's see. Oh, what's recently been turning my gears? Uh, uh yeah this this is what's been bouncing or pulsating or just 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 kind of what's been moving through my mind um yeah sometimes sometimes it's a bouncy thing thoughts like little musical notes that I can sing in my head I can actually sing, and I do. I sing my thoughts. Uh, actually, when I sing to myself and I'm in a public place, I notice I sing in the back of my throat. So I can kind of sing. It starts at my normal volume. 
So my vocal cords are still trying to make sound, but my mouth is closed and my tongue and, and the inside of my mouth and everything, they it works hard to just swallow the sound. It's like the sound is this minuscule wave trying to break through this large mouthy cavern where everything is just trying to act as a big sound blanket absorbing every trace of noise so it can escape and be heard by the people walking by in the world. And I do it all the time. I I can't tell because I hear it, but I think I hear it inside my head. Maybe people do hear it. I don't know. I, I guess I could try what I'm talking about. And if anybody can hear this, like if you can hear this, then people out there think I'm crazy. But I would say like... So if... if I don't know if you could hear that or not. I couldn't really hear it in my headphones, so I pretty much think it. And that wasn't really singing, because sometimes I'll get, like, just a little melody going. And whatever my thoughts are, they start fitting into that melody. It's always bad. Not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning uh, not so good. I don't know. So, besides that, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, like, the main thing that's, that I'm thinking about, it's sort of, I'm in, I'm in, like, a memory phase right now where, I mean, I just went down to Florida for a few days, and I did some kayaking through the swamps, which really was, was cool, uh, I, I, Went for probably about eight miles total over two days. So not nothing crazy, but just some light kind of paddling through the swamps. Um, you know, the, like the first thing, the first kind of image that pops out in my mind is I, I was, uh, I spent some time paddling through almost like a field of lily pads. It was in, you know, it was in the water. The water was barely visible, though, because of these great big lily pads everywhere. And someone had cut a path that weaved through all of it for almost like two miles. And I did that section with two other people. Um, We turned around at one point because there was all these people, kind of these uh, guys that were speeding by at different times in motorboats, like on a different part of the river, which that part was cool because we couldn't really see them due to some trees that were blocking wherever they were speeding by. But when they would go by, the wake from their boats would ripple through all the lily pads, making it look like we were moving through this wavy green sea. And then after we came out to a more open part of the river, the boat dudes were all stopped and camped out kind of just a little bit farther down. And I think quickly the vibe changed from 
like serene and naturey to almost kind of like a deliverance feel. And I don't know if that's like a horrible thing to say. I mean, that's obviously like a stereotype just like any other. And sometimes if you have a stereotypical image or of something or some situation and you say it, it's immediately, you know, people be like shocked and blah on you. And th- this could be the same thing, you know, it's like, but I think what happens is, you know, you get kind of miles and miles away from any sort of civilization and then you kind of happen upon a group of big dudes, like not muscular dudes, but just big drinking monster cans of beer and cranking good old country rock and all of that in a certain place and time is cool and then in this type of certain place and time you know you just kind of get stuck in a spot where you make a quick decision like you could move forward go through all this and just be like i shouldn't think negative and prejudice about anything but or I could just turn around and like avoid the situation and uh, hopefully everything's cool like just not do something stupid you know so I think that's kind of what happened and I mean it's like the likelihood that that crew would have stopped us and um, you know I was I was by myself and in I'm in a kayak and basically just wearing a bathing suit so kind of close to buck naked and I'm with two girls in another they're in another kayak and I'm just kind of on my own and uh you know I mean the, the the likelihood of them stopping us and harassing the girls and getting to a point where I have to jump out and be standing there like half their size with no shirt on going, hey, come on, guys, you know, we're, we're just out trying to row, row down this river and have a good day. And then, you know, they'd start talking to one another and then they'd be like, hey, look at this tough guy. And then they'd go to me and be like, what are you going to do about it? And then I'd have to say, well, nothing unless, like, you force me to. And then one guy steps over to my friend, Belle, and goes to her like, hey, we're not going to force nothing unless, you know, you want some action. And then I'd have to, like, jump in there and, you know, take out one of my oars from the kayak and smack the dude like three times in the face real fast like just to kind of wake him up but then this other dude's who's drinking his monster bush light does like a major spit take because he's in the middle of just crushing the can into his mouth but then he sees like the bap 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 on his friend's face and he spits out all this bush light all over the place and is about to go and hit my wife so i'd kind of jump in front of all the bush light almost like taking a a, a bunch of bullets so my wife didn't doesn't get hit by all of it but then since she's blocked she's got time to reach down 
and grab this frying pan that's on this little fire that they have gone and like they've been catching fish all day so they're just cooking up one of these fish and she grabs it and it's hot but she doesn't care because she's got this quick maneuver and she flips this fish up in the air and then smacks the next doing in the face with the hot frying pan and he kind of tumbles over and then she like in one motion slams the frying pan back down onto the fire and the fish is flipping in the air and it lands back in the frying pan it's cooking back up and then we hightail it out of there you know going about one mile an hour up back up the river and you know but it takes them like an hour to kind of wake back up from all this stuff and i guess like kelly did like a sleeper hold on the second or on the first dude that i hit in the face because that didn't really do anything except stun him but kelly probably um sleeper holded him or something like that and then we rolled out but then all the way back since that didn't happen you get a chance to stop and kind of contemplate and think about things like that like are we being prejudiced against people that don't deserve it and you know it, it kind of makes you think so um anyway we'll i'm going to continue the music from the beginning and again i haven't heard it yet so hopefully that's a good segue if not um maybe it'll be funny dale's paleo kind of interesting to me is I you know I had a couple different experiences there was the one uh, paddling through the lily pad water you know the stories that I already already mentioned um, you know but I took I also took a like a six mile journey solo kayak upstream um, through the forest and it 
it had several moments to me that I want to remember. You know, I was just kind of going along and um, it started to get dark and it was probably around 5 p.m. or something like that. So thoughts started coming up in my mind like I should maybe turn around because it'll take me an hour or so to get back to the main camp area where we launched off from. And then I realized, you know, the darkness was actually like a major storm coming through. And just when the storm broke... I happened to be in this one kind of tight area of the river where there was a ton of trees right along the riverbank and they leaned over and their leaves became a giant umbrella and I just kind of stopped there while the storm came through lasted maybe 10 minutes and about 25 feet behind me and 25 feet ahead of me, I could see, you know, the pouring rain coming down, splashing in the river. But I was completely covered. And it was a nice moment, you know, just being far away from everybody, just me. And then a Another couple minutes later, I got to this one area where there was like this wading bath area where the water kind of went into this little cove and it just sort of circled there. There was no current, so you could actually just stop and you wouldn't float either way. And again, I was under another tree this is after it had stopped raining but I was sitting there just kind of taking a break from rowing and all that and a, I think a gust of wind came through and kind of shook all this water off of all these I don't know I don't think they were palm trees but something with leaves really high up that just kind of collected water and then there was like this 30 second rain shower just where I was sitting because there was no storm, but it just started pouring down on me, and it wasn't raining. And just like little instances like that that become interesting when you're in like a solitary environment um, with nobody else around and nobody really to talk to. Um, I don't know. There was there was things like that, but. Now I look back, and I, I'm trying to remember those moments, but there's another thing that happened that I didn't really take notice of while I was out there, but there was these giant flies that were everywhere, and they, I guess, would land on me and take a bite out of my leg or my arm or something like that, so now I'm home, and, and I'm... A type of person I don't really get poison ivy or mosquito bites or anything like that but um I got eaten by these big giant flies 
And so they've become like these purple bruises on mostly my legs and my feet. And I see them every day and I'm worrying about them, hoping they don't get worse and all this stuff. And that's now shaping my memory of the whole thing. So I just always kind of marvel in that where you can't really hold on to the memories that you want. Um, and the memories you have, they change over time. They're, I, I don't really know where I'm trying to go with that, but it's just a, it's just, just a thought that is coming up in, in, in the music that was played a little bit earlier. Uh, I think that was what I was trying to think of in my mind is just like the, the, the shaping of memories and how, um, there's so many times in your life that, you know, you spend maybe with friends or you have really, really divine moments and they, they possibly shape you and change you, but, and you want to hold on to them forever. And it's just impossible. Um, everything you do starts changing the way that you think. And um, I think you can have some sort of control over that. But at the same time, it's it, maybe it's good that, that the memories change so you don't get stuck in one area of your life. I don't know. So uh, anyway, ooh, not not too many jokes there so uh rapid fire jokes what did the key say to the unlockable door time to turn back the lock <laughs> what did the Man who was addicted to collecting personal pins and putting them on a jean jacket say to the waitress, nice flare. Okay, that will do it for this episode of the Experimentalist Podcast number eight. 18. Sorry, little technical snafu. I hit uh, unrecord. Episode 18. Yay. So that's done. And yeah, just want to qu quickly send a, a little reminder uh, that The Experimentalist 2 is uh, just about done. It's going to be coming out shortly. Um, just finishing up the album artwork. All the songs are pretty much done. And um, let me know if you want a copy. I will send them out. I, I'm working on, you know, the whole deal, trying to get them up on places where you can do them and see them and all that stuff. So um, if you like any of the music that you hear, there's a ton of it on Experimentalist 2, and that should do it. So uh, once again, the sponsor today is Dale's Pale Ale and Brian Bro, his album bronze armor so check it out thanks talk to you next time
got a pocket and it's full of gold I've got a pocket full of wondrous places Full of nickels that I stole Oh, oh, oh. 